looking to learn more on how to build wealth through real estate? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Make Money Make Sense podcast with Dante Belmonte. Each episode, we have the privilege to bring you a professional in the real estate world. One that will help you become a top investor, whether that's a passive role or managing the day-to-day. Let's jump right in. Thank you, everyone, for coming back and joining us on this week's episode of Make Money Make Sense. Every week, I am your host, Dante Belmonte, and this week's guest is Brian Daly. Brian is the co-founder and CEO of the platform slash website, Ground Floor, and this is a really awesome platform that allows investors to come together and work together. So if you're a passive investor or active investor, you can actually work with each other through this platform. If you're trying to passive invest or be a hard money lender on a short-term loan, you can lend to active fix and flippers in the marketplace. And I think this is a really cool platform because it's, it's very easy. It does the vetting for the investors for you and the investments if you're looking to invest passively. Or if you're hard money, uh, if you're accepting hard money as a fix and flipper, you can go to this platform and based on your experience, you can get a certain amount of loan to cost on these properties to get funds for your project. So it definitely helps both investors connect in the marketplace so that way you have a large supply of either deals to pick from or funds to get for your deals. So really enjoying this episode. Brian does a really good job. But with that, let's welcome Brian into the show. Alrighty, guys, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Dante Belmonte, joined by this week's guest. We've got Brian Daly in the house. Brian, how are we doing today? I'm great, man. It's good to be with you. Glad to be with you as well. So uh, Brian is uh, the co-founder and CEO of Ground Floor. He's going to be talking about um, his platform that he has put out uh, recently and how that can help real estate investors or uh, whether you're passive or active. And we're going to talk about that today. I made a, uh, an account on your website here. I was toying around with it and really checking it out. And it's a great platform. But Brian, if you want to go ahead first and introduce yourself to our audience, that'd be awesome. Yeah, my name is Brian Daly. I'm a co-founder and CEO of Ground Floor. Uh, Ground Floor started back in 2013. Uh, we were a little bit early in the alternative investments world, but we realized way back then that because of the 2012 Jobs Act, which some of your listeners may have heard of before, uh, was an act of Congress passed to liberalize how you can raise money. You know, as a real estate investor or a small business or a startup entrepreneur, that was the purpose of that. And we realized that that was going to usher in, uh, you know, an important new trend, you know, for all of us as investors, for all of us who are saving for our futures or trying to uh, build a future for ourselves or our families, or our communities, we thought this, this legislation would be an incredibly important inflection point to change the game for the rest of us, right? The 97% of us or 96% of households who uh, are wealthy enough or make enough income to be considered accredited investors uh, they have advantages that, you know, most of us don't even realize they have when right. it comes to investing. Uh, they get better terms on their investments. They often pay lower fees on their investments. They often get more liquidity on their investments. And the rest of us are left, you know, just investing in public markets. And I think we all know that real estate is a great place to build wealth. Right? Oh, yeah. The question yeah. is, how do you do it? And really, unfortunately, uh, up until now, and we're one of a handful of companies who are trying to change this and take advantage of these trends, 
up until now, uh, if you wanted to make money in real estate, you had to acquire quite a bit of expertise. Uh, you usually had to pay a lot of tuition, you know, to mentors or business partners. Um, more importantly, you had to take a lot of risk in the form of concentrating your investment on that first big house flip or that first big rental property. And right. as newbies, we know we a lot of us make mistakes, you know, yep. and those mistakes, you know, hopefully those make you a better investor and they don't knock you out of the game. But the game has changed now. So that the whole nature of real estate investing has changed. What is possible for the rest of us who maybe don't have that expertise yet? Maybe we're getting it. Maybe we're trying to build up that nest egg so that we can get into the game. It's really changed. And I think it's changed, you know, it's going to change the prospects for, you know, mass market investors, the rest of us, the other 96% of us uh, significantly. That's yeah, why we started I, the company was to, it, was to really make that happen. Yeah. And I, I love the story behind that. I think that's awesome. Doing some research on you guys, where you came from, what you guys were trying to acquire. You've done a really good job here. So if you don't mind just taking a quick second and telling the audience ground floor, what is that platform and what yep. exactly does it offer? Quite simply, it allows you to build a portfolio of real estate investment loans, $10 at a time. Now, why is it $10 at a time, right? Real estate investment loans, by the way, the average real estate investment loan is $150,000 to $250,000, depending on where you live in the country. So most of us couldn't afford to be a private lender for even one property, right? Right. Now, there are some loans you can make at $50,000. And if you use your IRA or something, you might be able to do that. But here's the problem. <laughs> You're going to be over-concentrated with that loan. I hope that loan goes well. Right, because exactly. if you only hold one, and one loan <laughs> and it goes bad, you have what in the, I used to be in the online gambling industry earlier in my career. And uh, you know, we used to talk about the risk of ruin, which is when people bring too little money to the table, right? And they don't lose because the game is rigged or it's the odds are against them. They lose because they don't have enough money to weather the variations, right? So right. our platform allows you to build a portfolio of real estate loans $10 at a time. That means if you're starting off with only $1,000, our average investor shows up with maybe $2,000. That's enough to build a portfolio of 200 loans. Now, these are real estate investment loans, so they pay a really high yield. In fact, over the last eight years, we've generated a yield that's averaged between 9 and 11, 9 and 11%, which is a pretty high annual rate of return for an investment, especially when you consider underneath that, you have a property that's protecting your investment. So you don't have to worry about our house price is going to you know, go down or up as to whether I make money. It's a loan. You're owed the money back whether the price goes up or not. And the price can go down quite a bit and you still have adequate margin to make a return. That's why our loss ratio is only about 40 bips or 0.4%. So you know, typically on a portfolio, you might make 10.4%. You know, that's what you're investing to get. Uh, across all of your loans, and you might lose money on a few loans, so that uh, you know, like out of a portfolio of 200 loans, you might lose money on uh, two, four, or six loans. And the money you lose there, you don't lose all of it. You lose a portion of it on your $10 investment. Maybe you lose two dollars or three dollars on those investments, but it all nets out to yielding you 10% a year, <laughs> which on $2,000 is 200 bucks. You know, right? And right. that's that starts to build compounding for people. And that's how people really, people who have wealth, that's how they maintain and build their wealth, right? They have something in their portfolio, some portion of it that is like that. It's highly diversified. 
it's secured, it pays a high yield, it's very reliable. And the other thing that it does is it pays off quickly, right? These loans, not only do they yield 10% per year on average, they also pay off in about nine to 10 months on average, right? Some of them pay off in three months, right? So then you just roll your money back in. And the platform has all these tools to help you you know, navigate. We have probably 80 different loans that are funding right now and at any given time. And so the question is like, how do you pick, right? We have a grading system that helps you navigate that you know, grade A loans are lower risk. And guess what? They pay a lower interest rate. Uh, and grade D loans or E loans are higher risk. And so they pay a higher interest rate. And so if you're doing it right, you build a diversified portfolio, you decide which loans you're in. It's not a fund. It's not some E-REIT or something where you got to turn your money over to somebody else to invest. You're building the portfolio. You're deciding how much you're putting in. What state do you want to invest in? We, we lend in over 40 states now. Right. So you can put your money to work anywhere in the country. You know, do you want to go with more secure loans? Do you want to take a flyer on a riskier loan? It's up to you. Right. You really get a lot of control as an investor. That's what it's all about. I love that. And so, really, to, to simplify it, you're pairing up hard money investors with active investors and funding their fix and flip projects. That's what it sounds like, correct? Yeah. At the end of the day, we have, you know, we have 80 loans that are for fix and flip or new construction projects up there on the site right now. You can pick which ones you want to help fund. You'll be in that loan with about a thousand other investors, might be as little as 600 investors, might be 1200 investors. Uh, but we manage all of that for you. So, you know, without charging you a fee, by the way. <laughs> so we do all the dirty work of, you know, finding the borrowers, making the loan. Once we've made the loan, then we put it up for sale on our site. You know, then you can invest in it. Once you invest in it, you know, we're managing the loan. So we're you know, looking after the borrower. We're making sure that he's making progress on the project. We're collecting repayment when it's time for repayment. Or if we have to foreclose, we foreclose, right? And our investors get the benefit of that. So it's a really nice way to be a passive investor without taking on too much exposure, without taking on a lot of risk. I mean, you're getting a huge chunk of whatever you would make on your own doing this in private lending. I mean, I know a lot of people who venture out with, uh, you know, $500,000 IRA. You know, if you go to a RIA meeting, there are all these guys from self-directed IRA companies who want you to become a private lender. Right. That is an absurd risk. That is an absurd risk. As with $500,000 to play with or even with a couple million dollars to play with, you might get, you know, a dozen loans in your portfolio best case. That is not enough diversification to protect you from a loss. Yeah. No, I I, I totally agree and kind of comparing this investment, like you said, the maturity date on it could be three months, it could be 10 months. You could really compare that sort of like with a CD where you know yes. a CD has a very, very low return, but it has a certain maturity date. And you're right. like, wow, I'm only getting 0.5%. I'm only getting 1%. Well, and a lot of people ladder CDs, right? They'll, they'll say, hey, look, I'm going to buy a six-month CD. I'm going to buy a 12-month CD. I'm going to buy a 18-month CD. You know, I'm going to ladder them yep, so I always have some the, money. Yep. This works out the same way. You know, If you put your money to work over the course of three or four or five months, there's always going to be a portion of your portfolio paying out. And the portion that pays out is usually higher than the dividend that you would get from a REIT. Um, so it turns over capital and gives you a lot of liquidity and flexibility. People just really aren't used to this, right? This is the kind of game that you know, a family office would play or a hedge fund would play or a small private equity fund would play, right? This isn't a game that the rest of us could do with our, you know, through ground floor, you can invest through your IRA, for example, we have self-directed IRAs available. Uh, you can do it, you know, in a taxable account, of course, 
but you can get started with, it doesn't matter how small your portfolio is. You can be very well diversified. And that's, that's what we're preaching. That's what we're bringing to the table. We think this is a category that fills a much needed uh, hole in most people's portfolio. Uh, you know, it's not never going to be hundred percent of your portfolio, but right. it should be a portion, you know, it should be, it should be a reliable, low volatility, high yield portion of it. So how did the mass respond to having a $10 minimum for an investment? How did I mean, everyone respond it. when they saw that? They liked that? I mean, look, here's the deal. When we launched, we said, look, ground floor uh, is, you know, here's what we're all about. The banks won't like it, but you will, right? Because at the end <laughs> of the day, you could either give your money to the bank. The old model is you give your money to the bank. They give you nothing in return for it. And then they turn around, they use government insurance, by the way, yep. you know, to, to basically insure your money and justify this very low rate. So they have kind of a government subsidy by fiat, if you think about it. And right, then they right. turn around and they loan it out at four, five, six, 10%, depending on what's in their portfolio. And you don't see any of that. The bank sees it all. It, goes, it all goes to the branch, the executives who get their bonuses, right? It just, it doesn't, it doesn't go to you. With ground floor, it goes right to you. You get to be the bank. So I think people like it. I mean, look, we live in a world where the individual has more agency, more control, more say-so than ever. That's true in politics, philanthropy, you name it. It's true in mm -hmm. finance now. It's true in investing now. You can vote with your dollars. You can decide to opt out of the old system. You don't have to pay those fees. You don't have to give up your rights. You don't have to be stuck in some investment for a long time. You can call your own shots. And all we're trying to do as a platform is make that easy, right? And the reason we can do it without fees is because sourcing capital from individuals and cutting out the middleman, we can give borrowers a great deal, right? If you're a borrower, right. if you're an active investor, our loans have features to them that no other lender can match. And it's because of where we're getting this capital, right? It's oh, yeah. a, it's, it, we're taking basically everything that the middlemen would get, that Wall Street would get, the hedge funds would get, and we're giving it, we're giving it out, we're distributing it. So let's talk about that a little bit, the actual, the investor, the borrower, so to yeah. speak. So yeah. how are you guys vetting these borrowers? They're going to come in, they're going to come to ground floor. They're going to say, Hey, you know, Brian, we want to sign up on your platform. We want to get funding from your investors. What vetting, what process do you vet them through? Look, we know what's up. We've been doing this long enough and we have enough pros around the business. We know what's going on. We're betting on you, the entrepreneur, number one. So mm -hmm. we want to know who you are. We want to know your background. We want to know what deals you've done. We want to see the public records of what deals you've done. Were you part of an LLC that did 10 investments a couple of years ago and has exited all of them you know, successfully? We can right. see that in public records. That helps you get a better rate and we'll give you more leverage. If you're, if, you're, if you're one of the most experienced borrowers out there in the market, we'll give you 100% leverage. Wow. We will lend 100% of cost. I mean, Interesting. who else does that? No, no one does. Exactly. <laughs> no one else does that, right? More commonly, we will lend, you know, 85 or 90% of cost. And that's the cost to acquire the property and then renovate it, right? Yep. Now, we're going to look at you. We want to know about you. We want to know about your collateral, right? We want to make sure that we agree this is a good property. And we want to look at your plan, you know, because where we're all going to make the money is, you know, is the collateral good? Did you enter at a good price, yep. you know, so that you're going to make money? Yep. What's the uh, scope and of work look like? Do you, yeah. And do you have the right plan? Do you have the right scope of work to do the work and get to the exit? Can you get to the exit valuation that you need to get to for you to make money and for us to make money? So That's it sounds like 
it's a combination of uh, experience in the marketplace and then yeah. actually looking at really the numbers, just like any other investment. Did you enter yeah, right? Of course, is your business plan you right? Whether you want to, you can buy down the rate of your loan okay. by you know sort of putting more cash in the deal, right? We're more comfortable if you expose yourself more, right? If you of put course. more skin in the game, you get a better rate. Yeah. If you're less rate sensitive and you say no, I want to put that cash to work in other projects, you know, then we let you do that too. You really get to choose your deal, right? That you could probably, when you talk to our salespeople, they'll probably give you two or three different ways you could structure, right? To, to sort of that, whatever, whatever works for you. Now, the thing you get once you're in, once you get the money, and this is something, do you watch Shark Tank? You fan? Oh yeah. Who doesn't? <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Me too. The fun, the fun thing has been, is my kid is, my son has grown up, you know, hearing him like make the arguments, you know, for the entrepreneurs. I love that. Um, but you know, on Shark Tank, you know how Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful, he's always uh, trying to put a royalty deal in there. And then, you know, yeah. Cuban always says to the entrepreneur, no, 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 don't take it. Don't take it. You can't take that deal. And why does he say that? He says it because you shouldn't be taking cash that your business is generating and paying it out to investors when you have the opportunity to invest it back in the business. And that's what we want our borrowers to do. We want them to take their cash, invest it in the project that we've funded, you know, reduce risk on that and right. go look for new projects, put that money to work to grow your wealth. Right? So we don't require monthly payments. Every other lender on the planet requires monthly payments. And you know why? Because the people who supply them capital, Mm. require monthly payments. There right. are a few local hard money lenders who operate a small scale who might not make you pay monthly because they don't want the headache, but they don't have very much capital. I mean, we're, we're lending out $30 million a month. <laughs> you know, we have enough capital and we, we have enough capital on the balance sheet to, for certainty of close. You never have to worry about that with us. It's a professional outfit. We're not going to try to loan to own. We don't want to own your property, right? <laughs> like right, that's not right. what we're oh, yeah. about. You don't have these worries and at the end of the day, we don't need a monthly payment. So these outfits who are these hard money lending shops or private lending shops that are out there operating at a large scale, they all get their money from Wall Street. And Wall Street demands that those intermediaries pay them monthly. So guess what? You have to pay the hard money lender you know, or the private lender monthly. And that's not good for you. It's not good for your project. Ultimately, it's not even good for the lender. Uh, right. It's only good for the guys who have the gold and make the rules right on Wall Street. And ground floor is about disintermediating those guys, putting those guys out of the game. Uh, and we're doing that because it's good for individual investors and it's good for entrepreneurs, right? Whether you're passive or active, this is a win-win for both. And we're so, really not taking much out of the middle. So with a project, you, you guys go out, you get funding for it. As an investor, so let's say I go and put in, say, $10,000 to one of your projects. And I'm like looking sure. for a 10% return on that project at the end of it. So you guys don't pay out monthly, you pay in one balloon payment at we the do. end of the yeah. investment. And the reason we think that's okay for the individual investor not to have a monthly yield is because if you were going to come to the site and put $10,000 in one investment, mm -hmm. it is within your rights to do that, man. You can do it. But I would much rather have you put $100 in a thousand projects, or sorry, in a hundred projects. Right. Really diversify against you know different markets, you, different operators. If you don't do that, you don't care I'm not paying you a monthly payment <laughs> because you're going to get some loans paying off next month, some loans paying off in three months. By about six months, half of them are going to have repaid. You know, by about nine months, about eighty percent of them are going to repaid. Some of them are going to go long, and you're yep. not going to care because it's a hundred bucks. Exactly, you know? exactly. And it's a, just by the way, the a lot side. of times when they go long, we charge penalty interest. Right? If somebody goes over time. You you get everybody knows you got to pay a penalty if you go long. Right? There's got to be course. some consequence. 
Well, that goes right to you. <laughs> so a lot of people, when a loan is late, they go, yes. <laughs> I right, just, yeah. Now it's I'm making income. 14% on my money, you know? Exactly. So when you have these borrowers come in, these investors that want to uh, source funds from your platform, yeah. do you guys give them all the funds at once? Because like I'm looking at uh, basically the loan funds that you guys have available right now. And it says- sure. You know, just so the listeners can kind of visualize this, you have the property, a picture of it, the address, if it's purchase and renovation or new construction, and then you have the the rate, which I would imagine is the rate of return. Is that correct, Brian? Correct. Yeah, that's the interest rate that we're charging, and we pass that right on. Yep. So then, remaining term um, valuation, so percentage of the ARV, the scheduled payment, it's all deferred, which means it's paid out in the back end or like a balloon. Um, And then this is cool. So it actually shows the number of investors the loan amount. So how much is being uh, lended out and then the remaining uh, time it looks like to get capital into the deal. So I'm looking at one here and it says uh, 16,000 with three days. So there's three days left to get 16,000 into that. Is that correct? Correct. So what if that amount isn't met within those three days? Do you guys still take it? You'll take it. Okay. We take it. And then you just kind of, we've already made, we've already made the loan. Uh, oh, okay. So you're just, we've already made the loan. And the only reason we show how much is left and how many days is for fun. You know, it's just, it's just so you can kind of see who fun else and transparency, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. It's just, it's to show like, are we going to take a big position in the loan or not? We're comfortable taking a position in any loan that we have to, frankly, we don't usually have to, they usually sell out, but sometimes we have more loans than we have investors on the platform. It gets out of balance. Right. And so in those cases, we end up taking a position in a loan, you know, maybe five or 10% of it. And that's okay with us. You know, we, we're already you, in the loan anyway, right? When we make the loan, right? You know, we close it with our own capital. You just then, get reimbursed, basically. Yeah, I mean, then we we have to. So one one thing your listeners should know is, um, you don't have to take our word for it about any of this stuff. We're actually regulated by the SEC, that was so we qualify uh, mm-hmm. an offering with the Securities and Exchange Commission. Uh, like a public company, you can go read an offering circular uh, that's posted to the SEC's Edgar website. And you can see everything about us. We, we file annual uh, audited financials, semi-annual unaudited financials. So there's a lot of transparency about how we lend and what we do and what are our finances like. I mean, you can really learn as much as you want to about the company, just like you could a public company. I think that gives investors a lot of protection, you know? Yeah. And you, you also have a section doing. recently repaid investments. So you actually have a section where you can see past projects yep. and see where it, what what started as where it came from and where it went and the returns. And I like that a lot. Do you guys have an app yet? uh, We do have one coming. Um, We have, uh, we we are actually, by the time this is on the air, uh, I'm guessing, because it'll take you a little time to get it on. I don't know how many days it'll take, but um, I feel pretty safe in saying it. We are about to announce a new app called Stairs from Ground Floor. Okay, Uh, It's a cool app that basically- You're building up. I like it. Ground yeah, floor, it stairs. makes it <laughs> makes it simple for you to sort of, you know, stash some cash away and earn four to six percent on it. Um, it's backed by real estate investments, but you don't have to pick and choose real estate investments. It's just kind of a, and you can take your money out at any time, so it's highly liquid. Uh, we have another app coming that uh, makes it really easy to allocate money regularly into loans, you know, but it simplifies the process of picking and choosing loans and then automates the process. That should be coming out early in the new year. Uh, you know, so another thing that people really like about the platform, by the way, that I think an app is going to be great for is every 30 days we publish an update on every loan. Mm-hmm. So 
every borrower has to give us a little update that we can pass along to investors about, hey, you know, the foundation was, you know, completed or, you know, the appliances went in or, hey, we listed it for sale or, hey, we got an offer, you know, um, and people can kind of live vicariously. Some people don't care. They just want their money. But other people find it kind of interesting to see what happens with these projects, you know, and if, it, by the way, if a project takes a left turn or runs into a problem, we report that too. <laughs> So, so you see the blow Full by blow. It's not quite as uh, vivid as a house flipping show. Uh, but, you know, when we have the app, you know, if you wanted to, you could kind of get an alert every time you get an update on a loan. You kind of scroll through and see what's happened. And I think that's going to be pretty cool when the app's ready. Yeah, I like that. I'm definitely looking forward to checking that out. So how does taxes affect these investors. So obviously this is debt. This isn't equity. Yep. Um, what do you guys supply at the end of each year for taxes? So one of the things, if you're an experienced investor that you know is really painful, and if you're doing your taxes right now, because extensions are due. In fact, mm-hmm. I spent a lot of my weekend just this weekend doing that. Uh, you know, because I have a bunch of investments in different real estate things, you know, I have a huge stack of K1s, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes that. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we simplified that too. From us, you just get a 1099. So you just get a 1099 INT, you know, it's one form. It takes all, you know, like say you made a couple thousand investments during the year, you know, everything that you got repaid about is reduced into one line on the 1099. Now, because some people, you know, they don't want to pay tax on that. Some people find once they get comfortable, they decide to put their uh, retirement money in it. And so we, we have self-directed IRAs and stuff too. So you can totally avoid, you know, the whole tax mess, but we've simplified it as much as we can. By just putting it onto one form. Yeah. And I think that makes it very simple because like you said, experienced investors, we get all those K-1s at the end of the year oh. and it's like the last thing we want to tackle, but unfortunately no, it's, it's brutal. part of it. <laughs> brutal. Now it says, you know, ground floor is currently offering short-term hard money loans, real estate investors for one to four units. Do you guys plan on ever exceeding that four unit mark? Or are you guys sticking within that wheelhouse of singles to small so, multi? You know this because you do a lot of this. The way you underwrite a larger multifamily deal based on rental income. I mean, we look at rental income anyway, you know, yep. we look at rents because that's kind of a, that's an alternative exit to selling it, you know, a lot of times. So we look at that. We just haven't productized it yet. So as you know, you know, like I said before, you know, we're qualified by the SEC. We disclose everything. Anytime we want to make a change or take something on, we have to think through how are we going to disclose it and how are we going to disclose it at scale, right? Because we, we have to be hyper-efficient. Um, so I think at some point, yeah, we will. We'll, we'll get to adding that product. I think what we're looking for is where can, we, where can we do something unique for both sides of the equation that right. isn't being done, right? Mm-hmm. And I think we're unlikely to just do a Me Too product. So I think you know, we're thinking about different, different parts of the capital stack that we could play in. You know, if you're in a good stabilized multifamily deal, you know, it's pretty easy to get very cheap debt you know, of to course. get to oh, yeah. 65% leverage, maybe you're depending on what you got, you know, so if you're at that level of leverage, so how can we help people to get liquid on some of the rest of that, right? How can we help people, you know, to free up some of that equity to put to use in other ways? How can we bridge to some of those products? Right. So we're, we're thinking about those areas. We have the expertise. We just, as a startup, you know, we're, uh, we're 60 people, you know, we, we have raised $30 million of capital, you know, for, um, for operations over the years, we've, uh, we sold about uh, half a billion dollars of investments so far. So we, you know, we're, we're getting to a stage where I think we could branch out, but we've tried to remain very focused while we're young. 
you know? Yeah, definitely stick with what you know, don't spread yourself too thin. And I I think this is such an awesome tool, such an uh, an awesome alternative investment is really what I'm going to call it because it's very different from some other investments. I mean, you know, for us, maybe we have some syndications, but maybe we want to allocate a little bit of the bucket over to a short term heart money loan where we can get that capital back a good return in 10 years or excuse me, in 10 months. I mean, and then we have a couple other products that we've put up on the site too. Once you have been with us a year, or as soon as you show that you're an accredited investor, right? Um, mm-hmm. If you do that, you'll see, you'll be eligible to participate in another product that people really like, uh, which is our short-term uh, notes program, ground floor notes program. You can, um, you know, sort of put your money to work for one month, three months, or a year. And, you know, that's all backed by a pool of real estate investments that we've, you know, closed, right? right? But it pays, of course, it pays a lower rate because it's a pool, <laughs> and it's a shorter mm-hmm. term, yep. uh, but a lot of people like that because they want to ladder with that. So let's say you know you want to, you need to sit on some cash for three months. What are you going to do with it, right? If you put it in a savings account or a CD, you're not going to get much. I mean, exactly. we'll pay you depending on supply and demand. We'll pay you four or five percent. You know, for yeah, that. It, it's mm-hmm. a great way to kind of hedge against inflation for short-term lending right. as well. You know, I mean, we'll the be- CPI just came out uh, this week. You know, uh, 5.3% on the CPI, 4% core inflation. You know, you got to find, you, you don't want your money to be eaten away by inflation, right? No, it's sitting around, it's losing value. And this is great. You know, you sell off a project. It, let's say we have a big project going on, we sell it off and we just kind of have that gap period where yeah. we don't need the funding. Yep. Go throw it in a three, four or five month, you know, note or a nine or 10 month hard money uh, lending program you guys have there. So I really like that. Um, Brian, real quick, before we switch into the next segment of the show, anything yes. else you really want to touch on or have uh, our guests take away from the show? No, I just love sharing uh, what we've done. And if people have feedback about it, you know, I'm very reachable. You can <laughs> reach out to me at Brian at groundfloor.us is my email on Twitter. I'm Brian underscore Dally with two, two L's and no E's. Uh, and, um, you know, I love hearing from people. So if people kind of take a look at it and have some thoughts, I mean, we're still learning, you know, even eight years in. Uh, so I just love sharing the story and whether you're a passive investor or an active investor, we'd love to engage with you. You know, Awesome. I love that. Well, let's head over to our next section of the show called the curious cues. We're going to throw some questions at you. We ask every right. guest and we'll get let's your answer. Go. All right. Question number one, favorite podcast you enjoy listening to. Right now, I, my favorite is Animal Spirits because those guys are hilarious. They're financial advisors and they're constantly talking about these crazy markets. And they every week they have a different alternative investment on there. Um, I was honored to be a guest on there uh, about a month or two ago, which was cool because it is like I had the opportunity and it's one that I already listened to. So yeah. I like that one a lot. Uh, that's awesome. I'll have to check that out. Favorite. I haven't heard that one. Yeah, those guys are great. Favorite book you enjoy reading? Uh, recently, right now I'm, I'm reading a, a book about, um, survivors, people who survive natural disasters. Hmm. Um, I can't remember the name of it right off the top of my head, but, uh, but I love that book. The, um, the one that I think a lot of people who are listening may not have heard of and, uh, might really like is, um, is, uh, the courage to be disliked, which is a, uh, a, a work of, uh, of psychology that, uh, you know, for people who are entrepreneurs and have always felt different, mm-hmm. uh, I think gives you a lot of ammo, you know, to get out there in the world and be yourself and do your thing. Uh, so I, I like that book a lot for entrepreneurs. Yeah. I like that. I'll check that out. 
biggest hurdle you've had to overcome in building your startup? The hardest thing has been uh, learning how to appeal to real estate investors on one hand and startup investors on the other, mm. because those two worlds don't intersect a lot. If you're a real estate person, you know you want to know what's the cash flow. <laughs> Yep. What's the underlying asset that I'm buying? You know, you're looking at the asset and you're looking at the cash flows. Well, in startups, you don't have an underlying asset. You have a company with a bunch of people in it and some intellectual property and some know-how and in our case, a regulatory position, but there's no real asset. Right. Uh, And of course, in the early days, you know, there's no cash flow because you're building, right. You take every, like today, our core product is highly profitable but we take every dollar of profit plus several million more every year. And we invest it in for the future. Reinvest it back right. into the business. So yeah, future growth. real estate investors look at our company and they're like, why do you lose money? How can you run a company where you lose money? Right. And so they just, it's, it's disorienting, right? It, that was hard to sort of, but we needed real estate people around the company. You know, we needed that expertise. We have it, you know, but in the early days we didn't, we weren't real estate guys when we started it. Uh, now I have eight years of real estate lending experience. So I, I guess I kind of consider myself a real estate guy now. Oh, uh, definitely. <laughs> well, eight years of investment committee, watching losses and tough loans and, you know, good, good experiences and setting credit policy. Right. I now know a lot that I didn't know eight years ago. Um, but then the other thing is on the other side, you have the startup investors, right. Who don't necessarily really understand what we do in residential real estate, right. Their frame right. of reference is like owner occupied residential real estate. They don't really understand the idea of making venture loans to entrepreneurs who are renovating housing stock, mm-hmm. right? And so kind of educating them about that and bringing those two together, that was the hardest thing. Now no, we have awesome. it. Now we have, you know, by the way, we have 6,000 uh, of our customers who own shares in the company now, because we actually went away from venture capital after our series A round in 2015. And since then we've raised all of our growth capital, our equity capital from the crowd from our customers with 6,000 shareholders invested $23 million. Uh, I love that. The that company. Awesome. <laughs> they own 30%, dude. They own 30% of our company. Wow. That is it. That goes to show favorite. Well, that solved non- the problem because you know what? The customers understand that they get the value. They love it. They're like, this is going to be a great company and I, and I want to support it and I want to have a slice, you know, so that when you guys go public or you're acquired for a lot, you know, they, they should, they help build the company, literally help build the company with their money. Yeah. And their investment and their faith, right? So why shouldn't they share it, right? Oh, I so I think that's been one of the hardest challenges, but we've we've navigated through it pretty successfully, and I feel blessed for that. Awesome, I love that. And favorite non real estate related hobbies? When you're not working on the business, you're not working in the business, what do you like doing in your free time? I really like two sports uh, in my second home of Telluride, Colorado. In the summer, I've taken up mountain biking. And in the winter, I love downhill skiing. Those are my, awesome. those are my, things. I love that. If I'm outside in the mountains, uh, exerting myself, it's, you know, it's great to lose yourself in that kind of thing. Yeah. I, I think that's great. Newbie advice. So if someone wanted to get started, whether that's in the real estate world, the startup world, the tech world, whatever it is, what advice would you give them? Uh, look, I think you have the most important advice that I can give that is true for everyone is know yourself. Uh, know yourself really well. Uh, understand what your risk appetite truly is. Understand what your strengths and weaknesses really are. Uh, have a clear and unsubtle view <laughs> of what makes you unique. I mean, God made each of us unique. He gave us each a gift or 
and for several, several gifts. You got to know what those are. And I think if you're humble enough to listen to what those are and what those aren't, you have mm-hmm. a fair chance of being successful. And I think that's true for anybody who's getting a start at anything uh, in entrepreneurship. No, that's great advice. I like that a lot. Brian, this has been awesome. Really appreciate your time coming on the show, talking to us about your business and what you guys are doing. I know you mentioned it earlier, but you know, I'm plugging it again. If someone wants to get in contact with you, give you some feedback or just talk a little bit more, how can they reach you? Well, our website is uh, is groundfloor.com. My email address is brian, B-R-I-A-N at groundfloor.us. Uh, so dot us, not dot com on the email that keeps the spammers out. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then, um, and then I'm on Twitter at Brian underscore Dally, D-A-L-L-Y. Great. Thank you so much for coming on the show and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. We hope you were able to take some value away from today's episode. For more information or to connect with Dante, visit victorycapgroup.com. See you next week.